Before we jump into what we're going to talk about today, I want to let you know what's coming up next weekend. Next weekend, we are going to be starting a brand new series, kicking off the new year with a series called Now What? Yeah. Yeah, because here's our thinking on this, right? Like a year ago, right now, we were thinking, oh, 2021, that'll fix 2020. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, and so now we're here. We are at 2022. And we're like, ah, oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to talk about how to not only approach 2022, but really all of life. We're going to talk about uncertainty and how to, you know, put one foot in front of the other and keep going when you don't know what's going to happen next. No, no guarantees about what's happening in the world around us and life and, and that kind of stuff. And so this is going to be a fantastic series to kind of get our mind focused in the right direction. So now what begins next weekend? But here we are in 2022. Bada bing, bada boom. Unbelievable that we're already here And uh, regardless of how you feel about New Year's resolutions and how you do that kind of stuff, uh, I I think it's safe to assume that all of us look at any new year as a start, as a new start, as a fresh start. And here's how I know that's true. Because of how often we use the phrase, after the holidays, right? Right? Over the last couple of weeks, right? After the holidays, we will, what? We'll do this, we'll do that, and all this kind of stuff. Why are we saying that? Because there's this, that weird time, you know, between you got Christmas and all that kind of stuff, and then you got that weird week that we've just come out of, we're not quite sure what day it is, you know, like your head's kind of spinning, like, and, and then you got New Year's, and so after New Year's, we'll talk about that. After New Year's, we'll do that. After New Year's, I'll deal with that. After New Year's, I'll address that. So we all look at a new year. As a fresh start, we naturally want to look back and reflect and and then make some changes and adjustments going forward. And I think that's a fantastic thing to do. And we'll talk about that. I I read about a guy named Frank this week who went to his neighbor Larry's house right before midnight on New Year's Eve and rang the doorbell. And he said, Larry, I made a New Year's resolution to be a nicer person in 2022, so I thought I needed to pop over here real quick and let you know you're a big idiot. <laughs> you got to get that in there before you make the change, you see. And, and now we're good, right? Here's what's interesting about um, New Year's resolutions. Uh, mine, yours, anybody's. Most often, they're external. Most often, resolutions are focused on external things, things outside of us. And not necessarily a bad thing, but let's be honest about it. And, and more specifically, resolutions are often focused on ourselves. I mean, just think about the resolutions you may have been making, right? Things like, we're going to lose weight. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get more sleep. I'm going to read. I'm going to read more. 
right? Whatever. I mean, those, and those are not bad things. Those all have their place, but those are primarily focused on external things. Nothing wrong with it, but let's be real. That's temporary stuff. Temporary stuff. And for a lot of people, it only lasts about three weeks. Right? It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat healthier, but I want to start next week. Kind of thing. Oh, well, you know what? I've already messed up 2022. Here's hoping for 2023. <laughs> right? It, it's, it's temporary stuff, even though it's good stuff. And I got a hunch. I just got a feeling that you are like me and I'm like you and we're like each other in that at the end of 2022, I mean, like fast forward, fast forward a year from now, at the end of 22, we're going to want to be able to look back on 2022 and have more to show for it than a trimmer body, a more healthy way of living, having slept more or read more books. Now, all that's good stuff. All that has its place, okay, if that's important to you and all that kind of, that, that, that's great. But you're going to want more to show for this year than that. All of that is external. What we need, what we really need in 2022 is found internally. And here's what's interesting, and Jesus taught this, that what happens in here has a great effect on how we deal with the external stuff and how we approach the external stuff, is that we live from an internal place. And so what I need and what you really need, in terms of who we become in this next year, I'm specifically talking about spiritual things, things that are a work of God's Spirit inside of us that affect everything else, heart stuff, soul stuff. I, I believe in 2022, what you need and what I need is found more than anything else internally, and it comes down to us being willing to cooperate with what God wants to do inside of us. You ever thought about it that way? Be willing to cooperate with God and his spirit within us, helping us become who he wants us to become and created us to become and made us to become. I think a lot of times God must look down on us and go, come on, work with me, people. Come on, work with me. You're getting in your own way. Come on, let me do what I want to do. Work with me. Cooperate with me. I'm trying here, but you're going to have to let me. 2022, what if 2022 was the year that we cooperated with the work, the internal work, of what God wants to do in us. Then we would have a year that regardless of the external things, at the end of 2022, a year that truly, truly matters because we focused on what matters most. What we really need is internal. Again, one more time, I'm not against New Year's resolutions, nothing wrong with them, but it's external and it's temporary. What we need is more than a resolution. We need to cooperate with the work of God's Spirit within us. So here's what I want to do. I want to give you, I'm going to spend the rest of our time to get today at, at the end of, you know, in the beginning of a new year, end of an old year. Here we are. I'm going to give you a template. I want to give you a guide to do some thinking and, and to introspective work and focusing on what's going on inside of us. I, I want to give you a template. This is not rocket science. This is not really hard, but a lot of times if we don't just kind of put it out there, 
and, and say, let's do it this way, often we just won't do it. And here's something everyone can do. I think it's something everyone should do. And, and this works whether you're in middle school or high school or you're up in years and have a lot of experience in life. And what I'm getting ready to share with you is something that my wife Donna and I, we've done versions of this through, throughout our lives together. And, and we have conversations that, especially during this time of year, at the end of a year, the beginning of a new one, where we talk about these kinds of things. So here we go. You may want to write this down real simple. Three words. Word number one, remember. Ask yourself, looking back on 2021, going into 2022... Remember, ask yourself, what happened? What happened? Take some time to have a conversation with yourself. And, and I mean the good kind, not the kind that needs medicine. But, but a conversation just to think, what, what happened over the last year? Have a conversation with, with someone else that's close to you, a spouse, friend, family member. And think back over the last year, what happen because if you don't mark out some time and do this it won't happen you know why i have a tendency you have a tendency we all fight the tendency to just move on we just move on and maybe if what happened was negative and painful you really want to just move on just kind of leave it in the dust but here's the deal if you don't go back and really think about what happened and you just move on to the next thing you'll miss an opportunity we're so drawn to want to just live fast. We must stop ourselves, pause, look back on 2021, and ask what happened, what took place. Now, you don't have to recall everything. That's going to be almost impossible. Think about the big things. And maybe looking back over your calendar will help. Flip back through the calendar and look. Or your journal, if you journal. You know, journal is just an adult diary kind of thing. So, it's more than that, I get it. But if, you, if you're into writing stuff down, you know, go back and read through your journal. Or here's the deal. Here, here's something that really helps. Look back through the pictures you took. You know, pictures. You, you have probably about 72,000 pictures on your phone and in the cloud and all that kind of stuff, right? Because it's, it's so readily available nowadays. You don't have to go, you know, the film and the weight and all that kind of stuff. So we've got so many. Go back, flip through, flip through. And some of you have apps on your phone that do that automatically. Right. I've got a couple on my phone that already are, hey, here's, here's what happened this year. Here's the year in review. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Wow, I forgot about, ooh, I forgot about that. That was cool. I remember that day. I've already done that a little bit. I mean, I find myself just reflecting over the past year, especially the fish that I caught. I'm looking at them like, that was a good day. That, that was a good day, right? I mean, it, I mean, I can measure a lot of times my year in terms of, you know, fish I caught. And I know that's external. That's temporary. But but do it, do it. Look, look through pictures. Think about what happened. Both the good, which is fun, and the bad, which can be a challenge. But it's still very important. What happened in your family? What happened with your finances? What happened at your job? What happened with your health? What happened in culture? And there's a lot there. Just that right there. What did you do? What did you not do? What, what do you feel like you should have done? What are you glad that you did? Notice the seasons of change. The seasons of change that occurred in the past year. And remember, asking yourself what happened. What you'll find 
you will find that you will begin to focus on the big things in 2021, and 2021 will begin to get labeled in your mind as the year when, and you'll fill in the blank. I'll always remember 2021 as the year when I got that new job. I'll always remember the year 2021 as the year when I lost my job. When we had a child. When we lost a child. When we bought a house. When we struggled financially. When we got married. When I lost my dad, my mom, that person that was so close to me. 2021, on the good side and the challenging side, the bad side, the hard, painful side, you will find yourself categorizing as you would do every year. New things, old things, all the things in 2021. It's so important to remember and ask yourself what happened. Word number two. Then you reflect. Everybody can do this. Find some time this week to do this. Remember, ask yourself what happened, and then reflect. Ask yourself, how am I different as a result of what happened? You've heard the name Socrates. Socrates, remember in school? Yeah probably don't remember anything you really read, studied about, but you probably have heard this, and it's just a fantastic statement. Socrates says the unexamined life is not worth living. The unexamined life is not worth living. The life, the person that just says done, done, next, done, done, next, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, that's not the kind of life you want to live. You want to live an examined life. So an examined life the way I best understand it, is a life where you acknowledge what happened and then how it affected you. Here's what happened. I remember that. Now I'm going to reflect on how I'm different. What has changed about me and what has changed in me? Because here's the deal. Every single one of us are a different person than we were a year ago. Every single one of us, we're different. We're constantly changing. We're constantly growing. We're constantly adjusting. Now, you may not be able to look in the mirror and see a big difference year over year. Maybe you can. But I guarantee you, you're a different person in some way, shape, or form, and especially internally, than you were because of what happened. So you owe it to yourself to reflect. And the reflecting part is the part we would rather skip over because here's where it gets emotional. When you start thinking about, how did this affect me? How did this change me? How am I different? This is personal. And this is the stuff that requires honesty. It requires you to be transparent. Stop pretending and stop, oh yeah, I'm fine. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'm just glad for that to be over. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I made it. I survived it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, we're, we're ready to move on. I just, you know what? I just want to forget about it. I'm telling you, don't forget about it. Not yet. Make yourself remember so you can go back and reflect on how that changed you. And some of the emotions you will have will be very good and happy and enjoyable, but many of the emotions you have 
will be hurtful and painful and you may deal with anger and guilt and regret or fear or doubt, worry, and you'll begin to ask yourself questions like, I wonder why that happened. I wonder, oh. When you reflect, why? Why? And then, why not this? Why that? What did that mean? I didn't see that coming. I would have never dreamed that this would have happened to me, that a year ago I would have never dreamed that I would be in this place right now. And it's so important to reflect on all of that because all of that stuff that happened to you in 2021 all of the stuff, the good stuff and the bad stuff, it's all part of your journey. May not be the journey you thought it would be, may not be the journey you prayed for, may not be the journey that you would have ever guessed would be your journey, but it's your journey and it's all part of it. And it's all part of God doing an internal work inside of you, helping you cre helping create in you who he wants you to become, who he dreamed that you could become. And he wants us to cooperate with him. So reflect. How am I different? What's changed to me? Because see, it's in this time of reflection when we really begin to heal. It's in this time of reflection where we really begin to um, deal with things like forgiveness. And you go back and you remember 2021 and you go, oh, you know what? I, I don't need to let that go unresolved. I need to go back and have a conversation and ask for forgiveness. I need to go back and have a conversation with this person and tell them that I forgive them, whether they've asked me to or not. Let them know that I release them from this because I want to move on and I want them to be able to move on into healing and healthiness. You see, it's in this reflection time, the part we want to skip over is where we start to learn things. And it helps us to prepare for the next part. Third word. Remember, reflect, refocus. And ask yourself, going forward now, what matters most? Now that you've remembered what happened, and you went back, you thought about, okay, that happened, that happened, that was good, that was bad, that was good, I'm not sure what that is, but that happened. And then you reflect, okay, so what has that done in me? How has that changed me? How am I different? Because I'm different. I think differently. Uh, I have different habits now. Uh, I, I'm a little bit more confident here. I'm a little bit more anxious here. Okay, that changed me. Now, now I'm going to refocus. Given the fact of what happened and how it's affected me, now I'm going to refocus on what matters most from this point on. This is where the resolutions start to come in, right? But what we need is more than an external resolution. What we need is a cooperation with the internal work of God within us. Let me clarify this a little bit more. It's not just what matters most. Especially, especially if you are a Christian, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, especially if you're someone who wants to acknowledge what God wants to do in your life in 2022. It's not really just about what matters most. More specifically, it's about who matters most. The what actually is a who. And the who is Jesus. Let, let me show you. 
In the New Testament, the writer of the section of New Testament that we call the book of Hebrews, there's a little bit of debate on who wrote it. Some people say Paul, some people say Luke. I can see it either way, and it may be somebody else, one of other uh, Jesus' apostles or followers. But the book of Hebrews, and there's a, a portion here where the writer just clarifies so beautifully what our mindset should be. The writer of Hebrews says it like this. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And let us run. Okay, right there, I may have lost some of you. You're like, dude, I don't run unless something's chasing me. I get you. Me neither. Right? And I know some of you super healthy people are going, oh, you need to get in shape. Thank you. Let us run, okay? Substitute the word run because it's just an analogy. It's just an analogy. The word live. Live. That's what he's talking about. Like life is race, the race of life. Let us run, let us live with perseverance, hanging in there. The race of life that is marked out for us. And if you want to see the, the, you know, just look back. That's what, remember, 2021, that was part of your race, like it or not. That was part of your journey, like it or not, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And now you're looking at 2022 and you have no idea what's coming down the road. You have no idea what's going to happen next. You think you do, you want to, and I'm with you. But whatever it is, our, our focus has to be, okay, I, I'm going to live with perseverance. And here's my focus. I'm going to fix my eyes on Jesus. I'm going to keep my focus on him. And I know that sounds like a cliche, and unfortunately in a lot of church circles and among Christians it's used as a cliche, but it is anything but a cliche. It is reality. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That's what you refocus. See, the refocus is not on just a what, because I can't control the what. Can you control the what? We'll get into that in, in the next series. We can't control the what. If we could control the what happens to us, we would. And we can't. We drive ourselves nuts trying to. So that's, it's the wrong. It's, it's not best to just on what matters most. It's really about who matters most. And regardless of what comes my way, I can refocus on following Jesus in the good stuff and in the bad stuff. You see, often what will happen when life gets good and in 2022, all you got to do is look back in 2021, you'll see this. But if you're not careful in 2022, this will be your temptation. When things are going well, you'll find yourself forgetting Jesus. Like we volley up the, we volley up the, hey, thanks, that was awesome. I'm so blessed, hashtag blessed. You know, yay, and then we move on, right? We just move on, because, and we start enjoying it, right? Yep, we'll, we'll forget Jesus. And when things go bad, we have a tendency to get so frustrated, we're tempted to reject the way of Jesus. Let's not do either. In the good, let's not forget. In the bad, let's not reject. Let's just keep our eyes focused on Jesus and the way of Jesus. Here's another way. Let me clarify it even, even more. Uh, recently, I 
I was listening to an interview with uh, a pastor who's retired, and he pastored in the Atlanta area for many, many, many years, Dr. Crawford Loritz. You may or may not have ever heard of him. I've been aware of him for years, but he said something in an interview recently that I just found so challenging and convicting and spot on for what we're talking about right now. This is, and think, fixing our eyes on Jesus. I'm going to live in the way of Jesus. I'm going to have Jesus as my focus for everything in life. That's, that's what refocusing is. It's not about what as much as who matters most. Here's what Dr. Crawford Lord said about Jesus. That Jesus is not a reference point. Jesus is a context for all of life. That's a big statement. This is huge. Let me break it down. Not a reference point. We often make Jesus just a reference point in our past, right? It's just like, yeah, 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 I believe in Jesus. Yeah, 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 I, I, I'm a follower. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, yeah, I got saved. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. If I were to die, I'd go to heaven. I'm good. I'm good. Let me ask you this. This is what he asked. He said, what if you treated your marriage as a reference point? Yeah, I got married. So, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> you wouldn't have much of a marriage. Right? Now, we all know this. We all know if you're going to have a great marriage, you have to get up every single day of your life and do marriage stuff. Morning, dear. Morning, honey. You know, that kind of stuff. Every single day of your life, if you're going to have a great marriage, you've got to get up and do marriage stuff. It cannot just be a point of reference in the path. Like, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's in my resume. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a mister, I'm a missus kind of thing. No. You have to actually engage Healthy marriage. Jesus, following Jesus is the same way. You, you, if you're, you're going to really follow Jesus, you can't, you can't treat Jesus as, yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I believe all that stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, my whole life, my whole life. I mean, I mean it's, just there. it's just there. It's just there. No, you have to actually understand following Jesus is the context of your entire life. Jesus and the way of Jesus is the filter for everything. That is fixing our eyes on Jesus. That is refocusing on not just what matters most, more specifically, who matters most, because what matters most really is a who. And it's Jesus and you following Jesus. Now, for some of you that's new, you're new to church, you're new to this whole idea of following Jesus, you're not quite sure what all that's about, and you're still learning your next steps, and that's great. For some of you, you've been following Jesus for many years, but you've relegated him to a reference point. And it's not he's not really the filter that drives everything in your life, and he should be. He must be the filter for everything, how we think and how we live must be determined by the way of Jesus because we fix our eyes on him. We're refocusing 2022. We're going to do it Jesus' way. In every decision that I make, at work, my job, my career. So you can't compartmentalize. If you're a follower of Jesus, you can't compartmentalize. Well, you know, Jesus, that's the thing I do on Sunday. I get my Jesus on and all that kind of stuff, and I'm good, right? But Monday, Monday through Friday, that's my work life. I got work life, and then I got my spiritual life. Uh-uh-uh-uh. If you're a follower of Jesus, listen very carefully. It's all spiritual, whether you like it or not. How you do your work is spiritual. How you go about making your decisions, it even applies to money. 
He said, oh, well, I'm, I'm all, I mean, I've given my heart to Jesus and I prayed that magic prayer and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm good to go. But you know what? Money, I mean, that's, that's sensitive stuff, man. You know, that's just mine. I, that's just kind of mine. Me and God have an arrangement. We have a deal. And he, I give him this and he'd just leave me alone. Where, where do we get all this? Now he's a reference point? That's not the way it works. Relationships. We do that, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got my Jesus friends, and then I got my non-Jesus friends. You know what I'm saying? I got the people that I pray with and the people that I party with. No, that's not, not the way it works. You, you, don't, you don't compartmentalize. He's a filter for everything. You fix your eyes on Jesus. That's the way you go through 2022. You refocus. Okay, you know what? I, I remember what happened, and I'm reflecting on how it's changed me. And now knowing that, I need to refocus and, and live in the way of Jesus in every way. Do you know that every single relationship, since we're on the topic of a filter for everything, you know that every single relationship you have with every single person that you have a relationship with on this earth affects your relationship with your Heavenly Father. The horizontal is connected to the vertical, and he made it that way. He said, don't you tell me you love me if you won't love each other because they don't work like that. You know, one of the best things you could ever do for me, personally, is love my girls, love my kids. Be good to my grandsons. You want to get on my good side? You treat my kids well. You mistreat my girls? You gossip about them? You talk about them? You run kind to one of my grandsons? Me and you ain't going to lunch all chummy-like. Right? That's just, that's just the way it is. I believe it's that way for us because we reflect. We're creating the image of God. We reflect our Heavenly Father in many ways. And, and Jesus is the filter for everything. Jesus is like, hey, 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 you love each other. That's important to me. Don't expect you and me to be close. If you won't be right with each other, don't expect you to be right with me. You deal with this if you want this to be good. What? You see, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. That's the kind of stuff. The filter, for Je the filter of Jesus is everything. Way of life in every way. In every way. That's what fixing your eyes on Jesus is about. That's what refocusing on what matters most, which really is who matters most. And when I come back to this, Remember and reflect and refocus. You know, you know where my mind goes? You know where our minds ought to go? It, it's why any of this matters to begin with. And that's because of what Jesus has done for us. When you talk about remembering, as followers of Jesus, I remember, we must remember, how Jesus sacrificed out of his great love for us, sacrificed his very self for us. Makes me remember, man, just what Jesus has done for me. Paul writes it like this. He says, when you consider what Jesus has done for you, is you giving your life to him too much to ask? Nope. Just makes sense. Refocus. I remember what Jesus has done for me. I, I, I reflect on what that means and, and, and the forgiveness and the hope and the healing and the grace and the mercy and the peace and all. Man, do I need that. And then it helps me refocus. Because he gave his life for me, I will live my life for him. Yeah. 
Let's go back to what we just read in Hebrews and, and finish that verse, okay? Because he said, we're going to keep our eyes on Jesus. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Scorning at shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So that's what he did. We're going to focus on him because this is what he did for us. He went to the cross for us. He gave his life for us. That's why the way of Jesus is a way that just makes so much sense. When you consider what he has done for us, yes, absolutely, I'll, I'll, I'll go with him. I'll be with him. I'll live his way in every way because he in every way gave himself for us. Talk about a way to start 2022 as you remember and reflect and refocus. What Jesus did for us on the cross is the compass that brings us back. It's the true north of love and sacrifice. And that's why all of this matters and means anything at all. That's why we felt like it would be a, a wonderful opportunity for us to remember and reflect and refocus together through communion. This powerful, beautiful symbol where Jesus said, I want you to remember. I want you to remember what I've done and reflect on what it means and refocus. Let it be a refocusing time and time and time again. Every time you do this, of what matters most, and really it's who. For those of you that are, are new to church, for those of you that are new to what communion is, communion is this symbol where we remember and reflect and refocus on what Jesus did for us on the cross. And the, the bread, the wafer represents his body, the juice, the wine, it represents the blood of Jesus. It represents Jesus' love and sacrifice for us, and it's why his way is our way in every way. Paul writes that on the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. And then Jesus said, for every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. That word announcing to me says you're remembering what it's about. And you're reflecting on what it means. And you're refocusing your life using this as your true north, your compass for it all. Let's pray. Our Father, thank you. Thank you for getting us to this point, the beginning of 2022. Help us 
Mark out some time and space to remember what happened in 2021. May we not just move right on and, and, and leave it all in the dust because it affects us. So help us reflect on how we're different, how we've changed, how you've changed us. The good, the bad, the, all of it, how, how it has affected who we are becoming. And then may we refocus on what matters most, knowing that the what are not external things. It's a who, it's you, your way. In every way, in everything, is what matters most. So may we come back and fix our eyes on you again and refocus on you in every part of our life and not compartmentalize and try to make following you more convenient to the way we want to do things. May we just surrender ourselves to your way in every way, in everything. And when we look to the cross, and we remember what you did for us and we reflect on what it means and we refocus it that makes sense of all this that you would do this for us it only makes sense that you gave your life for us may we live our lives for you in 2022 in Jesus name amen